Hello, Forever Family. My name is Shannon, and uh, I'm the recovery pastor here for anybody who did not know. And since we're video and I struggle with a whole lot of life situations, that's all we got to know right now. <laughs> um, before we get started, I just want to uh, just to pray us in. So if you'll lift your heart to the Lord. Dear gracious Heavenly Father, we come to you with humbled heart on bended knee at the foot of the cross. We gather tonight under your perfect sanctuary, your beauty of the skies that you set into motion. Thank you so much for this perfect sanctuary where we can come together but still practice being apart. We can support each other from a distance but never stop loving each other. Lord, for tonight, whatever the message is that each person needs to hear, I pray that you pierce their hearts, whether it's a word or a phrase, or maybe it's just confirmation. I just pray that you pierce their hearts and give them what they've been searching for because it's coming straight from you. Dear Lord, teach us how to carry out our tomorrows, to carry your word, a light into this dark world. And may we always remember that as long as we're following in your footsteps, staying humble and obedient to your will, that your blessings will pour out not only on us, but everyone that's around us, Lord. Let us be that shining beacon. Let us be that light for someone who feels they're surrounded by darkness. We ask all things in the precious and holy name of your son. Amen. Amen. All right. So tonight's message, we're going to talk about moral inventory. So this goes along with Matthew 5, 8, which says, We openly examine and confess our faults to ourselves, to God, and to someone we trust. So today we're technically talking about a heart checkup. That is our moral inventory. It's like a huge warehouse. But in that warehouse are items that came from our parents, from our grandparents, from our friends, from our frenemies, from our acquaintances. It's all the things that develop what is in our heart. So to confess is to express the contents of our heart or our warehouse. Some warehouses have anger, shame, fear, guilt, grief, abandonment, joy, contentment, emptiness, resentment, depression, frustration, inadequateness. Some warehouses are just full of excuses bouncing around from wall to wall. Some of those excuses are just blaming others where we're not looking at ourselves. Some warehouses are full of struggles that are physically, mentally, emotionally, and financially beating us down till it's too heavy to continue walking. So the first thing we do is we confess to ourselves. I know this sounds silly because we know what we struggle with, but there's something about verbalizing it. I tell people that they need to stand in front of a mirror. They need to look themselves in the eye and acknowledge what's going on, what is in the heart. Because you see, when you look at yourself in the face, you're looking at the perfect creation that God created. So many times, what's in our warehouse depletes our image of what God has created. Sometimes we have to look in the mirror and say, I forgive you. Sometimes we have to look in the mirror and say, it's okay to let it go. 
sometimes we have to look in the mirror and say, I do love you. I don't hate you or resent you. Sometimes we have to look in the mirror and say, it's okay that they hurt us, but, and that's where God steps in. Because just as we've talked before about forgiveness, forgiveness is for us, not for them. Whether they accept it or not, that's on them. But when we come with a genuine heart and we confess everything that's in our heart and we ask for that forgiveness and we're not holding anything back, that's where God says he wants to create a new heart. We've got to empty our warehouse so that he can refill our hearts with things that we can give away because it's not meant for us to keep. Think about it. Anything in a warehouse, it doesn't stay there. It's meant to ship out. So the second thing we do is we confess to God. Okay, everybody tells me, yeah, yeah, he knows. Well, of course he knows. But how many parents sitting out here can look at your child and go, what'd you do today? I'm like, oh, nothing. Mm-hmm. And you know it's going to come to the surface. God's the same way. But just as we want to help our children walk, in, walk out this life and miss the potholes in the road, God also wants to do that. He wants to give us new vision. He wants to give us new sight. Two different things, physical sight, spiritual vision. He wants to give us clarity and discernment. So when we meet people and we have to make decisions about flags that come up, we can make them based on truth. So the third thing is we confess to someone we trust. Okay, that's scary. Saying it out, out loud is scary because they're going to react. Those facial expressions are going to tell you something. But it also makes it real because we see their reaction. And we understand that sometimes their reaction is not as bad as we thought it was going to be. They're not going to like run screaming and and burn us at the stake because they think we're a witch or, you know, anything like they're not like throwing holy water at us. And But they just need to hear where we are before we can be honest with each other and move forward in our journey. As humans, we crave connection. We will accept the, the constructive criticism from someone we trust because we know they want us to be a better person, but you let somebody else step to us and criticize us, mm, it's going to be on. I'm not having that because I don't trust you. I haven't let you into my boundaries yet. You haven't earned that. We're not to be playing the blame game. Blame game is only spewing our own hurt. We must work towards being healed so we can help each other. If nothing changes, then nothing changes. So until you get to a point where you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, nothing changes. So how do we work our moral inventory? First, we set aside a time each day to reflect on what happened during our day. Second, we get real about our actions during the day how did I cross someone? Was it good? Was it bad? Are they mad? Was I harsh? Did I ignore them? Did I just excuse them away and not pay attention? Third, we compare our actions to Scripture. If we were to leave this earth right now and stand in front of Jesus, how would our actions be judged? And fourth, we ask if we actually acted Christ-like. What did others see in us? I don't know about you, but working in recovery, I hear a lot about the hypocritical church and all the Bible thumpers. 
but they don't see that there are live, healthy churches because it takes one wrong and they're done. They're not coming back. The fifth, we make a list to the, of those that we need to apologize to. You might not think it's that big of a deal, but it might have really hurt them, vice versa. You might go to apologize to them and they're like, I don't have any idea what you're talking about. I don't even remember it. But we have to clear out our hearts. We have to make an effort. And sixth and final, we see if we are forming good or bad new habits. Because that habit, that very first habit, sets a relapse into motion. A heavy spiritual heart can cause physical pain. Is there a burden you're carrying? Is the burden getting a little too heavy? Do you feel like it's weighing you down? Do you feel like one day it might crush you? Matthew 11, 27 through 30 says, All things have been committed to me by my Father. No one knows the Son except the Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son. And those whom the Son chooses... To reveal to him. You'll know verse 28. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and a humble heart. And you will find rest in your soul, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So moral inventory wrapped up, summed up. Look at your day. Make a list of things that maybe you would have done a little different. Good, bad, or indifferent. That's another self-reflection. That's what Celebrate Recovery is all about, is a self-reflection to change ourselves and become the new person that Christ wants us to be. So as we wrap up tonight, we're going to go into the serenity prayer. We're going to take a small break, and then we're going to divide up. Men are going to go into one group, and ladies into another group. We're just going to divide up so we can have normal groups tonight. So if you will, please stand, and we'll go through the serenity prayer. Who loves us from here to eternity? God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Living one day at a time, enjoying one moment at a time, accepting hardship as a pathway to peace, taking as Jesus did this sinful world as it is, not as I would have it, trusting that you will make all things right if I surrender to your will so that I may be reasonably happy in this life and supremely happy with you forever in the next. Amen.